to episode 159 of the Morgan Official Corpse Feed Podcast, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face, and with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, how are you, man? What's up? Oh, man. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. Uh, we've got another stacked week. You know, you just, you know yeah, the, we got a wild double feature that's gone viral just because of how wild it is. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, so let's first let's get through these coming attractions because we have quite a lot that we're still catching up on from our vacation time. So buddies at home, if you're if you're getting back into the swing of things with us, we, we're we're adjusting too on the fly. AKA the content dump before the strikes. You know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> yes. Like all the last minute stuff coming out. So you know, first we got the trailer for Wonka, which is that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Willy Wonka movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to bring it up to mention that, like, it's a thing we're going to have to watch, you know, and um, it's honestly, it all looks too good. Yeah. (laughs) I expected a little bit more. Um, It looks very generic, very, we've, we've been down this path before. Like, I don't really see anything new there. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for Timothy Shamalet. Like, you know, like, I like the kid. So, yeah. I I hope it's good for his sake, you know, because he's like, this is uh, a more, lighthearted kind of thing that he's doing in comparison to all his other projects so yeah because like he's a big star timothy chalamet but you and i we didn't see him in anything until what was the one we saw like was uh, it uh was, bones and all yeah was that earlier this year i can't even remember it's been such a while <laughs> it like, yeah. no it was last year it okay. was last year yeah november of last year so yeah. but with that movie i was like oh okay i see why this kid's such a big deal and then he's yeah. he's up yeah. in uh dune and part two just got a trailer. We're gonna have to talk about those when we talk about them, you know. But I yeah, mean, so, good but, luck yeah, to him, Wonka right? Looks, yeah, yeah, but you know, just to, you know, just to move on from Wonka. Wonka doesn't really no, look it, any. Yeah, it that's doesn't what look enticing at all. No, no, it doesn't look good, and that's what I'm saying. Good luck to him. Like it's just, it don't look good at all. So, uh, moving on from that, we have the newest trailer for the Marvels. It looks fun, dude. I'm, I'm in. Like it's just, yeah, yeah. This one does look good um it's like um i was just uh, telling text off air like you know this is one that marvel finally can kind of breathe a little easier yes. and knowing that the you know the cast you know is nice and uh and full of good people yeah, you know, so. <laughs> yeah like yeah and, and it looks like a fun action thing there's no like oh this is the last movie for the for them ever you know and the actors yeah, you and know the, what the actors like, aren't in interviews going yeah i won't be doing these anymore and all yeah, that stuff right it, it like, looks like um like um a one-off type of story like not because because we haven't got anything really big uh phase five connective you know in, right. in such a while um quantum you know i mean whatever this, quantum mania doesn't really count now right I, now the yeah, way it's going i mean this might have it like when you deal with the cosmic stuff and captain marvel yeah right? it I might so but it looks it might have it text, but it does look like it's it's trying to do its own thing, trying to flesh out Kamala yeah. and Captain Marvel and just make sure that we get those characters in line properly. That's, that's true, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's the other thing, no, too. At this at point, at this point, I think we've all just kind of given up on them being connected, <laughs> right? And we're just like, yeah, yes. let's, let's just judge oh, one man. at a time. Because, and, like, yeah. what? because it's a... It's a loss of Kang, a loss of Namor right now. So yes. they have to definitely get a big up and put these uh, 
babyface characters yeah just let's just just do do one-offs right like why not let's just do one-offs until they figure it all out who cares right because why not right anyways let's let's have fun at the movies right let's just yeah like this was good for once right yeah (laughs) for for once yeah like (laughs) have fun with the marvel movie because we thought guardians of the galaxy 3 was gonna be fun yeah you know but it was just doing the same beats it didn't two and one yeah you know so um this one genuinely though my kids are like my son and my daughter age you know like both under 12 they're like oh this looks fun okay i want to see this that it it did the right thing yeah it did what it's supposed to exactly exactly (laughs) and my wife who who doesn't know about kamala or anything like that she's very excited about the character she's like oh my goodness look this character she's indian her family's indian i'm like yeah yeah tell tell her to watch miss marvel that that shows not bad it's it's that's what i told her that's why i told her so i'm excited about this one text um but uh next up what else we got yeah so we got uh godzilla minus one so this one is important because it's toho's first godzilla movie in like so in their new reiwa era which is you know they every there's the show uh heisei Mm -hmm. you know japan names their ages basically and this is the first one since shin godzilla back in what like 2016 2012 something like that and the uh, first your text himself wrote a little article for us uh, about Shin Godzilla. Yeah, so, yeah, so uh, Godzilla minus one. It's I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like a, a reboot or whatever, but it's not Legendary's Godzilla. So you know, it's it'll it'll have a it'll have a, a point and a good it's idea. Got some you know? oomph behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the very little we saw, we saw about I can't even say thirty yeah, seconds. The full length teaser. of the teaser was yeah. thirty seconds, but yeah. we saw about maybe ten seconds of actual visuals, and it looked like you know, I mean, everything we, was messed up. We got a good you know, looking Godzilla, Godzilla was about to tear yeah. it up. Yeah, so I can't I'm down. wait. Uh, so moving on from the docket, so this one's coming to Netflix. It's called Zom One Hundred Bucket List of the Dead. So this one, it's a it's a manga. There's also an anime out right now. But this is the live action movie. And the reason I want to bring it up, it's because it's a horror movie coming to Netflix. And, you know, usually, you know, we, we keep tabs on these things just in case. And um, but the whole thing with this one that makes it different is that the guy, the main character, you know, he's he's happy the zombie apocalypse happens because yes, he's, yes, he he's free to do what he wants. That's the whole and thing. He hates is, his yeah. job. Yeah. He hates yeah. His boss. <laughs> he's not too happy with his life right now. So he's like, wait a minute. So I don't have to go to work anymore. What can I do? Like before that, you know, yeah, before he's dead pretty much. Yeah. You know, it's so it, it's a cool little premise. Um, is it Korean or Japanese? It's Japanese. I forget which one. So yeah, Japanese. Okay, yeah. cool. So that's different because I know Netflix has been pumping out a lot of Korean movies, a lot yeah. of Korean content. So yeah. um, it's the first time that I've actually seen a Japanese horror on Netflix like this. So I am hoping it does live up to the Korean ones because the Koreans have like oh, legit yeah. put a, As a high bar yeah. on the Netflix content. Yeah, speaking All of. All of us are dead, right? Yeah, speaking I of, mean, um, uh, yeah. a little detour, Squid Game Season 2 is already like in production. Like they, they've added like so many members of the cast already and like stuff like that so like yeah i mean yes um we're, go- we're gonna uh, talk about it when it hits we're gonna talk about but it but also too excited about it because we if, if you go back to our episode on squid game we said you know yeah, after one, this, this was is one pretty much done. a good one and done yeah kind of thing, you know? just like all of us um, are dead if anything yeah. just give me more of that physical 100 how about that huh 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, season two did get announced. So like, hell yeah, dude. Like, this, I'm excited about that yeah. one. But uh, but yeah, uh, Zom 100, it looks fun. It looks like a cool premise. Very lighthearted, a very yeah. um, Zombieland-esque kind of tone to it. So I am hoping it does deliver text. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. What, so, okay, speaking of, that's actually a great transition. Speaking of deliver. Okay, so this one, uh, I, okay, I was kind of distracted for like the first half of this trailer because, you know, uh, so the exorcist believer, I was distracted because the first half I was like, what is this? You know, it was what it was a genuine moment of going, what is this? And then as soon as the theme kicks in, I texted, I texted you Arturo immediately. And I was like, yo, the exorcist believer trailer. And I was like, yo, the Exorcist trailer. Can't even know the and title. I'm like, what I, are you talking about? I, I, I went on YouTube. There's nothing there. <laughs> yeah. It was legit a secret drop attached to Oppenheimer. They they did it again. They did it uh was it they did it well it wasn't well Blumhouse, right? They did it with the nun already, where we got yes, where we did. got a trailer for the nun like a while back. Mm-hmm. And now here so okay, that now, now that we've seen it and I was kind of distracted by it. I think I was just in the excitement of like, yo, surprise trailer. I like, yeah, I like this trend, Arturo. I can't lie. I like the fact that I didn't see it till I was there. You know, but I, yeah, it was one exciting reason to go see Oppenheimer right. because it was attached to it. I couldn't find it on YouTube, as I mentioned before. And um, I was super duper curious what this uh, David Gordon Green vehicle was going to look like, right? So, um, yeah. After his, um, you know, his stint with Halloween and my man, uh, Michael Myers there, I'm, I'm, I have no belief in this guy and his talent. Yeah. Um, but then again, then again, Tex, here we go again. So, is, um, okay. I'm a horror guy So I want to know what you think because like after the surprise wore off and I started thinking about it, I'm like, I don't know if it was a great, like a great trailer in terms of like, an interesting thing. Yes. Okay. So the premise this time around seems to be two girls who are possessed. You know, it's a double possession. Yeah. Yeah. That's the big gimmick. Yes. Right. Because that's. I was telling my wife who was right next to me and looked completely disgusted with the trailer. <laughs> right. And, like she's looking at me disgusted and she sees a huge smile on my face. Right. So you know, like I. You know, I, it's doing its job as an exorcist. Yeah. Movie then right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I do like the double possession gimmick. Yeah. Like it looks visually horror-esque. It looks visually, you know, haunting. Yeah, and they have the like, crosses the lo- in their foreheads, right? They yeah, just- but okay. But like <laughs> the look is there, all right? <laughs> right? We've done this before with David Gordon Green, right? Yes. We've done this before, right? Kills is a perfect example. We got that awesome trailer for Kills and we were like, oh my God, we need no. this. And then we got the pandemic and then we got it. And we were like, wait a minute. So, this is not what I signed up for. Our, the conclusion we came to last time around though was that Hopefully he's got the one. They have the one good idea, right? Like Gordon Green and Danny. Twenty eighteen, right? Yeah, and Danny McBride. Uh, we hope that they have the one good idea. Yeah, the rest of the trilogy might be like, yeah, but if they have the one good idea, who? Right? Cross your fingers that this yeah, is this is their listen, one. Yeah, <laughs> I really dig how the trailer like uh, just you know dropped the you know the needle there bit by bit. Yeah, as the trailer went along, that's super clever. Like. 
it's funny too because I was waiting for this trailer, but even when I first started seeing it, and you saw the Blumhouse card there, yes. I didn't really Dude, recognize it. I, I as thought it like was, Exorcist. I'm yeah. like, oh, this must be a new Blumhouse movie. I don't know yes. about you know. I did the same <laughs> thing because the like that's why I was like, what is this? Like I did the same thing. I'm like, oh, is this like some generic like possession movie that we, yeah? You, I was I was already going, oh, another one of these that we're gonna have to <laughs> do. <laughs> and yeah that's when when the needle drop happens that's when i texted you immediately i was like yo arturo <laughs> yeah um i know that they uh um david gordon green dropped a, a tweet a little while ago about him on set you know so I, I was very excited to see what he was gonna pump out because horror i love horror so right um this is my wheelhouse i i am a little concerned though um about how closely they tie the original to it because i don't think it's totally necessary you are bringing in uh reagan's mom i think right because that's not reagan herself is um that's not right uh, yeah because uh it, 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 that's not Ellen Bernstein, right? No, because it was it was. Uh, it, uh, I'm finding it hard to remember though, because that's the thing. Like as I was watching it, like I wish I had an online version to like re actually watch it. But I was yeah, I was going Bernstein... through. I was going through the the surprise of it. You know, I was like I was in the middle of like going, oh my god, this is cool. You know, but yeah, um, like I, I am very curious to see if that is Reagan's mother. It has the same facial features, but wait, that's not Ellen Bernstein. Yeah, right? yeah, it was it was a totally like Avengers type of thing too. The way they the way they kind of played it out is like, oh well, this happened once before and like blah, once blah, blah. before, and all of a sudden there's a, a book written about it, yeah. and we don't find the author and stuff yeah, so it's, it's, you know you are hitting some very you know stereotypical beats here but as i said before on record and i will say again i've lost total like you know yeah the, hope in anything that david gordon green <laughs> will pump out very true um yeah honestly he he put his name on those myers movies man and that was he lost me on those man so i am interested to see how it all unfolds because it, it does look like a cool gimmick i've never seen a double possession like that with little children involved as well and then it looks gnarly because when they're in the same room it looks like some wild shit's going yeah, down and so I, I do like um, the gimmick of them disappearing and then she like one of the girls is like oh it was a couple of hours and then it's like yeah no, and it's like gone. oh it was three days yeah which yeah. is like that's good movie stuff. This is why yes. I thought yes. it was generic, like, possession thing. I was like, yeah. oh, here's another one. And then- but listen, Tex, but you – we haven't been proven wrong that it's not a generic possession yeah, that's thing, true, though, right? You know, it's one of those things, right? It's like, does it change? We'll talk about this when we get the online trailer and we get to actually, like, really examine it closer. But it's so funny because it's like, does it change because this is the possession thing? Uh, you know, like – Right, like that's, that's that's a bigger question, listen, right? Like, that's what it really boils down to, right? Because um, you know, I've seen The Exorcist on several occasions, um, and I'm just curious how it all starts, yeah. right? Like what what causes the possession? Um, in, in the original one, it was the finding of um of a relic and all that stuff, and and then that story starts from there. Yeah, was it Pazuzu, Pazuzu and stuff? Yeah, Pazuzu. yeah. So I am curious if it is. You know, Pazuzu again, um, doing then, the same thing. But and then, of course, the exorcism itself, right? So it's like, you know, yeah. we, there's a lot that we have to. You know what? It'd be dope. It, It'd be dope if. Um, it, well, no, no, finish, finish. No, no. I was gonna say, like, it's just gonna be a good conversation. I think that's why I'm more interested now in it than than like 
than just the yeah. movie itself. I want to I want to talk about it already. Like I think that's yeah, what it is. I yeah. agree. I'm glad it's coming out in October. It'd be dope to see um uh, the Pope's exorcist right in on his Vespa. Ciao, right here to do some exorcisms. You know, just just keep throwing him yo, money. I'm down yo, for that. Post-credit scene, man. Um, yeah, hell but, but yeah. Listen, Tex, I know we've mentioned this before, just before we wrap up this conversation of exorcist. I've seen a better version of The Exorcist, and it was a show on Fox. Yeah. So yeah. nothing, to be honest with you, nothing I think can really come close to what that show actually put out there, you know, in the ether. Because visually, it was just – Yeah, that first looked season. good. It looked yeah. scary. Um, everything, like, from the first episode to the last one, it was just Dude, on point. And, it was and a then sequel. the reveal of Reagan at the end yeah. as well, you know? And it was a sequel. Like, that was the whole thing. It was set, like, yes. after the original one. So, like – Go check yes. out that TV show, the first season especially. The second one, you know, they tried their own thing and unfortunately gets canceled after that. So it's like it's hard to like – but if you watch that first one as a miniseries and just ignore everything else, like it's it's a good show, like really good. So um, Yes, it is. Ab- absolutely. While, Highly recommend it. It's yeah, on Hulu. While we're on the topic of like classics and all that stuff, and, oh, and yeah. before we head into the feature presentation, uh, so there was a, a Children of the Corn reboot that came out this year. And I remember – Unfortunately, Tex. Yeah. Yeah, and I believe we talked about one of the trailers uh, earlier yeah. in the year, but also I totally forgot it came out. And but you did it; you did not forget it came out. So no, no, I did not. Unfortunately, forget it came out. I wish it did. Um, <laughs> it, it's funny you mentioned classics. I don't like. I don't consider Children of the Corn a classic. I don't like the original either. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's the funniest part. It's only because of South Park. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. <laughs> like Children of the Corn. Like I remember, I rewatched the original one to just uh, you know just to rewatch it again, and I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan at all of the story of of any of it. This one is just absolute garbage. Um, absolute garbage. I think I gave it a one out of ten, and that was be, me being nice yeah, only because why, I saw some cool gore. <laughs> yeah, you know that's why I, mean? I was like, oh, I need to, I need to, we need to bring I this saw up some on the cool show. Guts. Yeah. Listen, you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a sucker for guts. You know, so I saw some cool guts and some cool kills. But dude, it was a disaster. <laughs> oh my god! And then it's funny. I was reading like like all the shutter reviews, and people are just like, "Why is this even out here? Like, wow. why?" It was. Just, it's universally like just terrible, and I don't recommend it to anybody. Complete. Stay away from it. I told you the corn. Just stay away from the you whole know what? thing. That's, yeah, because that's the thing, right? Yeah. Even the first one, like even the movie adapting the story or whatever, like like as you mentioned before, it's. It's got its moments, but it's also not a great movie, right? No, yeah. it's not a great story. Yeah. No. Like and then in this one they try to make the they try to make it a creature feature at the end where you have this like monster well, walking yeah. out of the corn stalks. Yeah, because you know I mean? that's the way the OG was with that little but in the movie it was just like this blob in the corn that they like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This one's just like the the monster, the corn monster or whatever you want to call it. It was repugnant looking like it was mm, that bad. sucks text this was bad and just to just to wrap up this conversation of bad horror movies i was so bored i watched the entire franchise of cabin fever all four movies the best one was part two because it had Man, a decent story this rider but, strike already hitting you hard huh <laughs> dude, already already you know like i feel it already like this is cabin fever folks i don't i don't understand why this is why this had 
to produce four movies, we have to have a bigger conversation at a different point in time about Eli Roth and and how good he really is as a horror filmmaker um, because his name is all over this thing. And the really cool thing was just, you know, that that fever gimmick, you know? Um, but then they just really had trouble building a story around that with good characters, good dialogue, everything around that fever except in part two um the character's garbage it's like this dialogue is garbage the people are just fucking garbage it's garbage there are a lot of problems with you yeah, know just garbage i i always thought that was the point i like that's the thing right because it's like it, it's one of those arguments where it's like if it's the point of it does it succeed or whatever but at the same time it's like if if it's an annoying thing then it's going to be annoying regardless right like regardless yes. if that was the intention or not like it's like no yeah 1000% because even in the first one like you're like okay did you write the dialogue like this on purpose like um it's it's very bad yeah. and even it even the likable character of the bunch which is um you know Sean from Boy Meets World from the first right, one right right uh, writer strong right yes. um uh even his character, the dialogue is like kind of weak, man, you know, um, for the likable character. But um, yeah, it's uh, it, it was just a really weird wor- uh, week for me. And I decided to watch Cabin Fever. But anyways, folks, stay away from all that horror. <laughs> There's nothing good out there right now. Wow. All right. Yeah. Um, just, just stay tuned to the course feed IG. You guys will know what's good and what's not. All right. But folks, that being said, <laughs> speaking of good content, now it's time for our feature presentation. We have another one for you folks, another double feature presentation. This one is the Oppenheimer Barbenheimer. Um the <laughs> Oppen Bar- the, the Oppen Barbie Barbenheimer yes. extravaganza. Um I had the benefit of uh, seeing it Barbie first and Oppenheimer. Tex actually did the opposite, which should be fun to actually talk about um the you know the complete opposites which are the, the actual movie are the complete opposites. oh yeah yeah um, you know uh uh okay so text which one do you want to take first man I let's know. uh like that's the thing because you know i right yeah because i saw oppenheimer first and then barbie but then you saw barbie first and then oppenheimer so i guess yeah i i guess like we'll do it in the way that it's gone viral as barbenheimer so i guess it's how okay we'll, yeah i guess it's how yeah we'll do that's it. how it, it flows better i don't know about the oppen Op- arby yeah it, it right? would be oppen arby yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah we'll we'll do it barbenheimer style because that's the way everybody's like great been making, all right like, that makes it easy for me so tex stay away from it wait for it pay for it what do you say about barbie Barbie, I would say, I would say pay for it, honestly. I agree. Yeah, because it's yeah. like, you know, we, we talked about this with the Marvels, and we were just saying, oh, man, can't wait to have fun at the movies again. And same thing we were saying with Mission Impossible, where it's like, man, can't wait to have a fun movie, like, fun time at the movies. Mm-hmm. And this is the same. Like, Barbie, yes. Barbie, it's just a it's solid, solid movie, man. Like, I found myself laughing at a lot of the jokes, you know, like. Uh, yes, yeah, it, yeah. A really surprisingly good story. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like the Lego movie. Remember the Lego movie where it's like, yes, yes, this is a brand and they know and they're selling a brand and they have to be like, yeah, this is, you know, we know we're, it's a toy movie. We know it's a movie about a toy. But that's the way it is here. But then they they took that and they're like, oh, well, we're going to sneak in like some very like heady. A real good message. Yeah, we're going to sneak in a real character story and a real like uh, actual movie here. And man, I'm just 
I'm with it, dude. Like, how you feeling? Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely agree. Just real quick, I just noticed that you're wearing pink, and then I'm wearing the my letter burn Michael Myers shirt. So Oppenheimer and Barbie, hilarious. Yeah. But um, uh, but anyways, I do agree. I, I say it's a pay for it. Um, it's a great film. Like, I mean, like in terms for the family, like my son liked it. He's really. Okay. Yeah, he was. He really dug it. Dope. My okay. daughter enjoyed it as well. My wife loved it. My niece loved it. You know, um, it it's a good movie. You know, I will probably not be rewatching it, but I think it was from the start to the beginning. I think it was really well done because who else? What would you expect from a Barbie movie? I didn't expect what we got. Like, what we got is the complete opposite of what you would think you would see in a barbie yeah so you know yeah so uh so spoiler alerts from here on out for barbie because like we legit have to say spoiler alert because it's like you know because that's kind of giving away the the whole bag right because it's like you yeah you see the trailers for barbie and what you see in the trailers is like basically like the first half you know, maybe, yes. yeah, like maybe not even first half, maybe like, yeah, because first, like all 45 minutes you. or so, right? Yeah, because yeah. all it gives you, it's like, oh, um, but Barbie has to go to the real world. That's really all you really know, yeah. you know, from the trailer. It's like, oh, Barbie has to go to the real world. So that's like, it gives you that very basic premise. But under all that stuff, there's a good reason why she has to go there. Um, there's, there's a, let, as text mentioned, there's a couple of other good stories going on um, after the main plot here, right? We have um, um, an awesome mother-daughter story, right, going on yes. as well. Um, that me personally, I wish we would have gotten a better payoff for that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I kind of also wish we would have gotten more with them because seeing them together like a lot in Barbie Land wanted me to have them do some kind of side quest on their own and just you know explore themselves a little more and their relationship um, and um, as as mother daughter. Yeah, um, that I think that that, that was a, like a big missed opportunity there because you know I think they had enough time to do that in the movie as well. Yeah. Um. So I really lamented that they didn't explore that a bit more because. They were such strong characters, right? Yeah, I I completely agree. That's a great point because, you know, it's it definitely is Barbie's movie. And so mm-hmm. like it, it's about Barbie and there is a lot of time devoted to Ken, which is funny cuz you know, that's the whole thing. It's the like Ken-dom. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> Ken like Ken too. Ken. Like while, you know, while Barbie's going through this whole thing, Ken also goes through the whole thing too. And like okay, so this is where the spoilers kick in and this is where yeah, like big time. So when they go to the real world, you know, Barbie fun, like the Barbies in Barbie land, it, it's funny how they just don't explain it. Cause it's like, none of that matters. Right. They're just like, yeah, it's a, it's a land where Barbies live and there's the real world. Right. It's just like, yeah, yeah. 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 It, that's all you get. Yeah. And, and, it's very okay, like, whatever. it's very children's movie, wacky kind of stuff. I'll play right? along, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's fun, magical <laughs> world kind of stuff. Right. And. So, you know, and the Barbies all think that because, you know, they, they see women as everything, right? They see women as presidents and all, you know, mm-hmm. doctors, all the, all the good stuff. And, you know, when Barbie goes to the real world, she finds out that, yeah, like the real world ain't like that. <laughs> it's very, yeah, the real world sucks. Yeah, real yeah. world sucks. Yeah. But, but it's so funny that when Ken goes though, so through the whole movie, you know, you have Barbie going through this crisis of like, finding out you know that she's like she's got all these layers and she's like oh well the world isn't what i think it is and all this stuff but this but then you have ken you have ryan gosley's ken figure out hey i could have it much better than what i have here and basically introduces 
patriarchy to Barbie Land, which yeah. is this whole thing. Yeah. Like, oh man, dude, I I love that idea. It's just a funny, like a fun I do. idea, man. I, yeah, I do wish though. I was telling my wife, I do wish we would have gotten a little more of and brainwashing them a little bit right just can't bring him back hey guys look what i found look what happened like like i kind of wish we got a little montage there you know we got we get so many dance scenes and so many like dance fights and stuff like that that i wish they had a little time to show how ken really like kind of coerced all these other kens to kind of just follow this message you know yeah and see but that that's what's tough too he's just like at the same time you know we we go back to that central idea of like this is barbie's movie and so yeah that's what my wife keeps that's what my wife keeps telling me yeah. and i'm like i understand that but like when you get back into barbie land and this happens and like my thing with ken is that you know he's just he's just a ken he's a dummy doll yeah right? yeah so like how does he accomplish to kind of just overthrow this government? Well, you know, I, I do like that they <laughs> that they explain it as like a smallpox thing, where it's like they have no defense against like other kinds of thinking and like this kind of stuff, right? So it's just I don't know. To me, to me, I bought it because it's all part of the like magical logic of the world. It's like these yeah. these things just happen and it's fine, you know. Because at the end of the day, and it's also like also goes with your criticism of like yo know, like we don't get enough of the mother and daughter stuff but mm-hmm. yeah because that's all sacrificed because it's barbie's movie because like yeah at the same time you have margot robbie like man who like yeah she's doing a great job she, she's like, doing a fantastic job I, I know and it's so funny that they, they have the narrator point out at one point it's yeah. like yo you don't cast margot robbie for this particular line you know if you want this line to hit or whatever but like man like like she nails it. Like she pretty much is like live action Barbie, which is wild. Yeah, right? she's super talented. Yeah. Like she hit she hit all those emotional beats. And again, like this goes back to it's her movie. Yes. You know? Yes. Like I have problems with with the overall package. I think so too. Um, yeah. Because I want other things to pay off, but that's just me being super critical and, and nitpicky of things right. that I, I wish, you know, like, like for instance, I was telling uh, uh, my wife that I wish like Ken's ending was either, either he really learned about his consequences and actions. You know what I mean? Um, and not just get this, Oh, let me go find myself kind of thing. Like I thought it yeah, was a really did, weak ending there. Yeah, He did need some consequences. Cause like, you know, yeah. even, even when Barbie was trying, to tell him at the end like hey like i don't like you in that way he was still trying to push himself on her and it's like yeah he needed something he needed he needed like a lesson learned he didn't i don't think he really learned his lesson but again this goes back to being it would they didn't have time to really like finish that off the way i would have liked it like but i think movie wise it wrapped up nicely in terms of what we got around you know the script it worked yeah, you know what I mean? yeah it worked um at the end of the- uh, even with the mother and daughter yes like it worked at the end um i do wish that them especially um being that the daughter character too, like she's such a strong character. I wish we would have gotten a little bit more of just her and Barbie solo. You know, we only get that one scene in the in the lunchroom where she just you know destroys Barbie's you know That's true. you know conscience they never and ego, they never you know? really have a moment where she sees Barbie as something you know like the deeper level outside of like we all yeah. like it, as a unit like you know audience and characters in the movie they see her going through this existential crisis right and like yeah and it's so funny. 
the detail there of the way she falls on the ground when she's sad, yeah. like the like the Barbie doll, the way you would position it, like that was good. Yeah, I'm like, man, it's good. so smart, that's very clever. Yeah, like it, that's very clever. So, and that's the other thing too. One little sidetrack I want to mention is just production wise, like, yeah. yo, like Mattel, like uh, Mattel, like literally put all their money into this to make sure that this movie looked great. Yeah, it like, looked fantastic. Dude, man. It, Barbie Land looked awesome, as you mentioned. Like it was. It had this tone to it, right? Yeah. It felt very like '90s kind yes. of a '90s coming of age movie um, per se. But this is why I do wish they did some more like over the top things with um, Ken's heal them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like I wish he went full heel and like, uh, like showed how despicable the Ken or the man can be. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Instead, uh, yeah. We, I do like, I was, that's the problem though, too. Cause I was laughing at what we got, you know? Cause it's like, Oh yeah. Dude, yeah, the, again, the, like, <laughs> with, what, with what we got, it was, it was good. Was it Kendom land or no, he called it like Kendom something, but then it was like, yeah, this is my, my dojo casa. Yeah. My <laughs> Dojo. And then they were selling like hotcakes yeah. because they created in the real world. Yeah. 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 It's good stuff. And then him saying, like, you know, I was only into the patriarch, you know, because I thought it was about horses. Yeah. <laughs> so that was also good. Dude. You know, like, like, like I said, like it worked within the framework of the story. Yes, you know, yes. and that's the thing, right? It's, you know, you only get so much, but, you know, uh, what we do get is very well done. Like, that's the thing. Like, Greta mm-hmm. Gerwig give her her credit for this like pulling off not only this is a brand like you're, you made a brand movie about a brand, brand. yeah like the hugest brand. battleship guys yeah. battleship? <laughs> no, no kidding right this is probably the hugest brand that we've gotten since like transformers where you know this is like yo this is a big deal right yeah and but no there's so much like actual human emotion in this it's wild oh, like dude. yo immense human yeah. emotion but before we get into human emotion though um that in the third act though uh one last gripe from me about this movie though i i wish the plot to take back barbie land was a bit more in depth a bit more cooler you know right. than than what we got but again like it worked with the story and what they were trying to prove and the social commentary and how and how the cans were just so like into themselves that they would just they, they you know, started, lose focus. Yeah, yeah, they started a yeah. Ken war, which is which is <laughs> like that's the thing. Like as much as uh, I I do also share some of those complaints of like oh I wish they would have handled some of the commentary a little bit better because that's the thing like the commentary is like when it's woven into the story like the way that Ken turns out to be a surprise antagonist right I'm like yeah. yo I'm like this is that was good this is super I was that, I was super blown yeah, away that by that very. Good. I was like, this very is good. smart. Like, this is did not expect that. I didn't expect it, but then, but then I was like, oh, I know where this is going. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was super <laughs> yeah. smart the way they did that. Like, so it, them pulling that stuff off was great. But then, you know, then we get like a big character speech. You know, like about it's tough to say because it's like you know about women's uh, the plights, which is like yes. Mm-hmm. I, totally agree like Very real. yeah like it's yeah. a real thing but also it's like it was just a big speech and it's like if any other movie had that same kind of speech about a different topic i feel like i would feel the same way right like of like you're you're, yeah. you're making a grandstanding speech when when it's like oh you know you've woven the it into better into the movie the rest of the movie it's like i i don't know but that's the thing for as much as those little critiques i have those problems yeah 
I still like it's still a pay for it for me. Where like I'm still like it's a solid eight and nine number scale. Yeah, same here. Like, it, yeah, same here. B- because of because of everything, yeah. right? because of the social commentary involved, because of the times we're in, because of of just like the message and the overall package it sends out. It's you know. It just go watch it. Yeah, shit. it just you know works, I mean? man. Um, like every everything yeah. about it, just like yeah. yeah. Little gripes aside, like even then, like they're they're not big enough to ruin the experience. Like it, no, as, it's not yeah, at all. As I was no, watching it, it's not at all. Yeah, as I was yeah. watching, it, I had a great time, and like it, it's so funny because you know Margot Robbie's like acting her ass off, but then Ryan Gosling's right there, like he's neck and neck right yeah. there, right. He, he's definitely zoning into that Mickey Mouse Club Ryan yeah. Gosling, all those dance moves and the singing <laughs> and everything. So he's definitely doing something he hasn't done in a long time. Uh, well, no, he did that in um, what was it called, the La La Land, whatever it was yes, called. Yes, yes. Um, uh, but um, you know. That was a more serious tone, though. More like old Hollywood kind of shit. Yeah. Like, this is legit, like, campy, Dude, let's do, yeah, like, a, tell, a 90s dance party thing. Yeah. Um, you can tell he's having then, fun. Like, you can tell he's yeah, having a ton of fun with this. Yeah. I loved his his little getup with the fur coat without the sleeves and the watches. Dude, always ready for the time. That's the other thing, too. Like, like that's all part of the production shit. Like, this, is, this movie looks great. Like, in terms of yeah, everything, man. like design and the fashions of course where it's like yeah it's barbie it should but like yeah like you said even ken like kevin ken's evil look was fun you know like yeah like dude i, I was He's definitely like 80s bad boy right yeah, like, yeah. dude what a, <laughs> it, that's what it is it's just it's a fun time at the movies and you know Agreed. when you compare it to the other like the other movie on the double feature we we're talking about here in a second it's like you know what if you're going to see one this weekend, see Barbie. I think I'll say it that way. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. I would say, yeah, I would say see Barbie. Um, Oppenheimer is a different kind of good, you know? Right. Um, it's a different kind of enjoyable. It's, it, it's, it's a more kind of, you know, stiff enjoyable than it is like the fun enjoyable like Barbie is. Um, and I definitely recommend this movie. Um, like I said, my kids had a great time with this. And that's and- what's important. And that's what's important. Like, yeah, they had some, you know, like adult humor there, uh, right when they got like into the real world. But like, that's and you know what? the real world. And you know, what? You know? And even then, the adult humor wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Because no, remember, no, like, it I could have been way worse. You know, because you have the beach you off, like the the beach yeah. stuff, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> like you have that double entendre, and then you have another one later where you know, even even uh, Barbie like lays it out. She's like, it's an entendre that seems like it would be doubled in some way. Yeah. You know? and it's, <laughs> Funny, like just a uh, what a clever movie, yeah, right? Like, yeah, just, it's a it's, a it's smartly written movie. Yeah. Like uh, Greta Gerwig did her um uh, did her thing with this one. I know she's usually um you know c- commended for her indie darlings dude, and her indie uh, movies I and mean, stuff like that. But this hey, one, she's knocked that out of the park. Yeah, dude. I mean, we might be looking at her next big franchise director, right? So like, yeah, watch Marvel try to be like, I think I want. Her. Let's do dude, this. DC better grab her up and do some like you know Catwoman or dude, like you know, Harley Quinn thing. Oh, do another do another birds of prey movie you know because birds of prey bring, was bring margo back yeah, you know? oh, dude <laughs> yeah you know what so closing thoughts on barbie uh go watch it it's just a fun movie you know and it, yeah go watch barbie yeah, this is surprisingly like the biggest movie of the summer it it's already open as of this conversation or two it's it's already had like the second biggest opening night in the uk since endgame Wow! Yeah, like it. That's yeah, awesome. like and it's already the biggest opening of the summer with like you know seventy what? million Dude, like, or something. You know what? Like I'm really glad that it's earning this much money. A movie like this with this kind of message during these kind of times. Yeah. Is just, 
we live in the United States. It's wild here, man. Yeah. Um, so I am I'm very glad that this is getting out there. I was very happy to see a lot of like young women and mothers, you know, in the theaters. Yeah, this with, is you know, this is their just, moment. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, legit. Like um, it was cool to see, man. Um, and I. I do hope this thing has some legs to stay up there for a little while. We have a lot of good content this summer. Um, um, and next up is another one. Right? Yeah. Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. Right. Three-hour epic, dude. <laughs> uh, a three-hour long – I can't even say epic because there's no fight. It, it's no <laughs> – that's what I mean. It's, it's, but it's three hours of people talking. Like it, It's three hours of people talking. But that being said, though, Tex – Okay, you know what? Let's let's start off from the beginning, right? So same thing with Barbie. Yeah. Pay for it, wait for it, or stay away from it. I'm trying to think right Ooh. now, man. Um, I, okay, so I'll I'll lead you off with mine. I would yeah, say go for it. I would say wait for it because okay, okay because so as setting the table here, I didn't see it IMAX and all that stuff because I'm you know I like as much like uh, we've already said this before. I believe I said this plenty of times on this show where I'm like oh, yeah, I'm not like yeah. the Nolan guy, so I'm like oh, yeah. I'm not gonna go see IMAX just because he tells me to and all that yada 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 etc cetera, etc. Cetera. So as someone who watched it in my experience, I would say wait for it. It's a good movie. Yeah. Not great because like I, there are some things that I I took issues with, but not like. But it's also kind of like Barbie, where it's like uh, the stuff I took issue with wasn't really yeah. enough for me to go. Nah, it wasn't a great. Like it wasn't like a solid movie. Yeah, I can't lie. It's the same thing for me, honestly. Um, I will say pay for it okay. only because I think um it was such an engaging historical political movie i don't watch those a lot yeah. i know what those are and i know what good movies are yeah. you know I mean? <laughs> yeah. and this is a good one yeah. dude like those three hours flew by like i didn't feel the weight of the three hours to tell you the truth like i expected to like just be totally like sleeping by hour two um the way things you know started off and the way because as you mentioned it's all talk this is all talking here like there is no action whatsoever um you get some really good tension and suspense built up through the editing that nolan does and all that stuff especially when the bomb's about to go off which is honestly like you know what everybody was waiting for here you know um and it looked great it looked amazing but to be honest with you i i don't think you know i saw it in imax 70 millimeter the way he said to to watch it and really i yeah it looked cool yeah it looked cool avatar looked better yeah i I was i was thinking the same thing because i was like in my head, I'm like, so that's it, huh? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's why I was like, I was like, okay, where's this atomic explosion over and, here? What's going yeah, on? I, I heard no CG. Where is I, it? I give him credit because it's a real bomb. That he blows up yeah. something for real, and like you get like the details of the flames and stuff, right? Like, yeah, that looked. Listen, it looked great. I can't like I cannot say it didn't look great on a huge IMAX screen. It looked great, but I don't think you needed that full experience to really be immersed in this movie. Yeah, because it wasn't about the bomb, like. Like Barbie's about Barbie, not Ken, right? Yeah. Oppenheimer is about Oppenheimer, not the bomb. <laughs> there's a lot going on after the bomb. Yeah, you know what I mean. So okay, um, so th- there's honestly there's all right. Text. Let's start breaking yeah, that. Yeah, well, jumping into Again, that real quick. I say uh, real, it's a uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I, no, 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 no. That's what I started feeling the length. So before we get into yeah. it, that's what I started. I was like after, okay. after the bomb. That's why I was like, oh, okay, this is three I, hours. <laughs> I didn't feel that way because I kind of knew like that there had to. Ha- be more here right you know right. uh but after the bomb like in my opinion i think the back and forth 
in the litigation between uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character um, and, uh, you know, him in in the litigation being questioned, I think that was more exciting than the bomb stuff. Um, I really felt captivated by just this back and forth, back and forth, because I didn't know any of this. Like, I right. – I love history, um, but I was really captivated as to how this whole thing went down, how much of a jerk Truman was, how much of a Strauss was, how awesome Einstein really was. You know what I mean? Like it's um, there's like really cool historical stuff going on here. And I I'm a huge fan of, of World War II history and European history. So like this thing was just like right in my wheelhouse. And I was like, wow, this is just super captivating i definitely understand the wait for it because i would have loved to watch this in my couch for fucking three hours take a pause you know what i mean yeah but um but i didn't feel that lull in um in pace after the bomb i think it kind of amped up a little more because the actual drama with oppenheimer was being amped up a little more you know what right. I mean? and i i can see where you're getting at i i agree yeah. you know because once once i got into it i got into it but then like it was funny though because uh there were you know some quote-unquote marvel moments you know like it's like it's it's not really that's not the best way to put it but it's like it had those moments where it's like oh a young senator by the name of John F. Kennedy, and then like you know, and then it's like, oh, what yeah, had those name drops, yeah, right? And then he's like talking, the talk. What did Einstein really say to him? You know, and it's like it's yeah, it's a yeah. reveal at the end of the movie, and yeah, it's very artistic and stuff. But I couldn't help but going, oh, that's blockbuster plays. That's you know Nolan's what though, blockbuster. Text, you know what though, that's very Nolan. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's that's Nolan <laughs> he blockbuster. Knows, yeah, he knows how to do the blockbusters his style. You know, I know it's not your style in particular text, but like a lot of people, <laughs> the dude, the nerds were out in droves Yo, yesterday. That's the thing, right? Dude, dude as much as dude, Barbie, text, as text, much as Barbie text, had text. like a full sold out crowd, like same thing with Yo, Oppenheimer. Dude. Dudes wearing tenant t-shirts and shit. Really? Like oh I was like, Oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> like I would much, it's funny too. Cause you, you saw a bunch of people who were watching Barbie before still in pink watching Oppenheimer too, which is great. It's, yeah. But like you, you saw all the film geeks over there you know like all the film nerds all the film school kids wearing their nolan t-shirts like super like nolan nerds Ew. out there which is like you know you have those i know texas definitely not uh, one of those definitely but, not. yeah but from a person like myself who who appreciates what he does i'm not as much of a fan as i as i was before he does know how to write for those big blockbuster beats. yeah like, um he did it with inception yeah, right yeah. he he's he, he's obviously done it all throughout the dark knight trilogy he even did it with memento and like in such a short not short in such a smaller kind of scale um, i'm not sure if you uh, i'm a, you know like you've seen that movie that was good he did one as well with robin williams and al pacino where they were um in Alaska, I forgot what it was called. That was a good movie yeah, as well. He knows how to. So, so that's the thing. Like tying in what you're saying, that he knows how to do this stuff. It, it goes back into how Oppenheimer was presented. It's it's mm-hmm. it's not told like in a you know it's not told in a linear fashion. No, but, it's not linear. Yeah, like no. the whole time it's like looping, and that's what that's what Nolan does with his movies. Like if you watch any of his movies, yes. he he yes. plays with time a lot. You know, it's very it's very like. You know, he kind of goes, he jumps the shark with Tenet in that way where he plays with time. But like, 
Oh, I haven't in, seen Yeah, in the way that he, he does his techniques, it's like, okay, we see a scene here, and then it's like, oh, well, this scene actually goes in the timeline further that way, and then, like, that yeah. explains, like, yeah. this is why you see black and white scenes in the trailer, because those are, like, flashbacks, and then, but the flashbacks yeah. aren't really flashbacks, because they're, like, you know, part of, like, a bigger flashback, and it's like, oh, this is the story, this is the time, but... The whole thing is the the because he presents it this way, you know, it makes it for a more engaging narrative. Even even when yes. even when it's just people talking, even, even yes, and that is why I think it's a pay for in terms of that of that particular critique because it makes this kind of jargon movie watchable. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I. I know these kinds of movies. I don't like these kinds of Same movies. Here. Right? Yeah. But this one, th- this one, just for some reason, it was just very engaging, and it's de- it was one thousand percent the editing of it all, um, because it kept you in um, in a, um, a state of like, okay, am I in the present now? Am I in the past? Who are we talking with? Because it got a little fucking confusing at one point. What the hell was going on? Um, especially like during all the back and forth trial stuff, right? Who I'm like, who's this? Who's that? Who's this? And then they go to a different scene in in this uh, in this like ballroom kind of dining room thing, and then they go to the court, and then they go to the litigation, and then it's like, okay, let me just it, like. It, he does his best to keep the viewer engaged with all this stuff. It can lose people for sure because it's just so much yeah. like, okay, let's let's get to something I can connect with. Yeah, it's like, yeah, here, let's, let's, we yeah. go from talking in one room to talking in another room and then to talking – To talking in then, a different room, to talking outside the street. A way, a way he gets around with that is you know, just the cast in general. It's like uh, yes. the cast is yes. filled with a bunch of people that – Bernard, baby, from Santa Claus. Yeah, back. like it's, it's meant to pull that kind <laughs> Kind of effect like uh, cynically it's meant to be like oh i recognize this person and yes. i and then when you see them again you're like oh, okay this is this point in this place and this is where mm-hmm. these people are and it's like if you notice yeah there there are enough of those like there are enough of those castings where you're like oh okay i know him and may, maybe I won't know the like the guy he's based on, but I know like I know this Josh Hartnett, right? Where it's like yes, okay, yeah. so who did a great job, oh, I think too. Yeah. Man. So are we? Yeah, I'm like, God, are good we, job, Josh are Hartnett. We ready for the Josh Hartnett Renaissance? I'm ready, dude. You know Hell what? yeah, I think I am. I, I think <laughs> Hollywood I homicide am. up in here, man. Like yo, like, yeah. I thought it was gonna be the Penny Dreffel era when he came yes. back, but he went back. He went back away, but then he came back in this one. I'm like, damn, Josh Hartnett, you still got yo, it, bro. Josh Hartnett still got it, right? Like yo, he still got it. He still got it. You know what? Forty days and forty nights, bro. Like yo, Josh Hartnett, faculty. Josh Hartnett, Black Hawk yeah, Down, man. Yo. Oh man, Josh Hartnett. <laughs> Josh Hartnett, man. Yeah, um, he, good shit. Um, anyways, that was a wild tangent, real quick. And we have to, we have to control that tangent because it, it was another movie he was in that um, really underrated. It was like this neo, like. Uh, punk looking like like you know a, a cyberpunk looking movie where he played like a detective Which or something oh, it, it was like ninjas involved he was a detective oh, man. Oh. I totally forgot the movie but yeah anyway, yeah josh hartnett but, but yeah like yeah, josh hartnett but the, the, main, the main point i was trying to make there is that that's nolan's way of like you know adding connected tissue where it's like oh, okay here's yeah, the record truman yes like, like, gary oldman shows up yes. again i was like gary oldman doing gary oldman work <laughs> It was brilliant in that in those couple of minutes as true. Yeah, it's like, yo, you get you get little things here and there where it's like, okay, these are connecting threads to like be like, oh, okay, okay. You know, whether it's people you recognize, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, characters or people in the story you recognize, and then 
you know, and on top of that, no one, I will say that that's the thing. I, I have to give this movie credit where it's due is that, you know, no one turns into bad performance either. Like, that's the thing. It's like, yes. the reason we can watch all these people talking is because they're very exactly. good at it, right? <laughs> even, even the little shit from Halloween 2018, yes. the boyfriend, yes. he comes out big here as Frank, the brother of Oppenheimer. Yeah. Huge part for him, by the yeah, way. Yeah, dude. Like, good job, kid. You know, you're still a dickhead. You know, you should have died in Halloween. But yeah, but listen, it had... um. Like I said, this movie was really good when it came down to just captivating you with the dialogue and the acting and the performances. But I do have some gripes, especially being that I saw Barbie earlier and Barbie was so, you know, like just um, a a very like inclusive movie. Right. Where this one, for example, like um, in Oppenheimer. um, Yeah. You have it's his two. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You have two women here. Right. Um, One Florence Pugh, the other one, Emily Blunt great actresses i feel they should have done more and should have had more to do um we did some research on the way home from the movie be my wife we found out that um oppenheimer's wife um uh, the character played by um, emily blunt she was actually like a biologist and stuff and like dealt with the like the radiation poisoning yeah, they, and like they the, mentioned like, like all that they, stuff they mentioned she was a biologist no. for like a second and for us for us and that's dude. you know and that's the thing too because it, it it's funny enough that it actually makes the perfect double feature for barbie as you pointed out yes, where it's exactly. like you like you said before with barbie that was barbie's movie and this is oppenheimer's mm-hmm. movie but in barbie while we can forgive the lack of some other developments because the barbie stuff is done well mm-hmm. the difference in barbie is that when the barbie stuff is done well it amplifies the rest of the movie right so but in this one because oppenheimer's done so well because oppenheimer is the the focal point of the story it's not a bird's eye yeah. view kind of thing of the timeline mm-hmm. it's because you're telling his story through his perspective and through us learning about him everything else kind of suffers in that respect it's like we we yes. only see things through his his eyes through, basically yeah through his eyes which is which is unfortunate because uh, as i was saying before like you have these very talented actresses who who could have commanded any scene in the movie and they did when they actually got you know got yeah work. yeah <laughs> you know like, um yes. like like for instance like um like emily blunt as his wife she was like her character ended so strongly that like you're like where was this before you know, like it's, it seemed like she had such a strong personality and like she kind of like, you know, wasn't the only one like she wasn't just a housewife. Yeah. Right? Through the whole um, movie, all we see like yeah. of her plot or, or her character. Arc yeah. Just is oh, that she's, yeah. she hates being a mom and she's drinking all the time, you know. And yeah, not a good look. Not yeah. A good look. And then at um, the end, when you see her be so I mean, unfortunately, I do have to say it, it's like when you see her being competent. You know, and it's like, yeah, and she's yeah. so competent and like much more than he yeah. is, right? Like much more of a backbone than he has. And that's why I'm like, where was this? What's this yes. over here? Yes, and exactly. So, yes, 1000%. Yeah, so then, yeah. We did the research and we we're like, you know, she was a part of like all the radiation research on Los Alamos, like in that town. Like she was responsible for examining the like the blood cultures and all this stuff and seeing what the wow. effects and of radiation, so, which so is they super important. Wiped her out of that then. Yeah. <laughs> completely wiped her out of even doing anything. And then Florence Pugh's character, right? She was this like psychology, like person, super intellectual, super like on his level. We, 
which I was like, what does he see in her besides beauty? You know, like like Oppenheimer's such this in- this intellectual person character that he needs somebody like another intellectual to meet him at his level. Like, what is there in this relationship? But they completely they just mentioned um, when he's like uh, like in her bedroom. Oh, you have a bookshelf full of uh, you know um, yeah she's young she's, right, which is Carl Young. You know, she's literally a, a psychology and stuff. She's literally just eye candy, and then like she. And then she, you know, unfortunately, she unalives herself to like, like yeah. that's the thing. She's eye candy question, and meant to be a tragic there. part of his story, did, which is like. Eh. Did you notice at one time where he was um, oh, that he, picturing yeah, her? Did, that he, the hand. Yeah. So I don't know if it like that was the thing. I don't know if it was like. Because he was followed there. Yeah, right? I don't know if it was. The, he, he was followed to the hotel. Yeah, so I don't know if they killed her off because she was communist or whatever. And But yeah, but like I have those are my issues where like especially on a day where we got such an empowering movie like Barbie that shows the, the problems of society to like, you know, to Oppenheimer, which is displaying the problems with society. Right. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's such a good thing to point out. But that being said, as Tex mentioned, it is the Oppenheimer movie here. Um, and what we get with this character is actually like, oh, yeah, like, very uh, good how cinema. do you pronounce his name? Is it Killian? Cillian? Uh, Killian oh, Murphy. Yeah. So, Killian Murphy, like, dude, wow, like, what a, like, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, in terms of like being, uh, like, that's like to, to steer this ship for so long, to like, to keep us engaged, like, and to keep us engaged with just like moments of him just staring forward, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah like, dude. you know, Dude, but you know what though, man? Ever since twenty eight days, uh, ever since twenty eight days, uh, tw- ever since twenty eight days later, yes. right? He's had this um, capability to like just captivate you with his eyes. You know, he has these like freaking amazing eyes that just know how to like draw the camera in. Yeah. You know, and we get a lot of that here. Him just looking out, him just wondering about the yeah, stars him, him and be, the quantum yeah, first stuff and that. Yeah, man and first Kang, it's like you know? it's curious. <laughs> first it's like curiosity. Then it's like being haunted by what he's done. And it's like, yo, like yeah. that final that final shot of him in the movie is just good stuff. Like that's the thing. It's for as much as I criticize Nolan for all the Nolanisms and stuff like that, I'm glad that it got kind of pared down. And you know, it, yeah, yeah. it's like it got pared down for just to tell us this historical movie and i'm like okay even for him yeah. right like uh, you know it's it was very uh, great point it's a very tame nolan yeah movie. like even even if you go back to memento where he's like oh we're gonna shoot this thing backwards and we're gonna put tattoos everywhere like what's going on here like this is the most straightforward story he's told because yeah. even batman had his uh you know all, all, all all these things going around with Joker and Two Face and everything, and you know all the other stuff going around. But this is legit. Like I haven't seen Dunkirk. Um, have you seen Dunkirk before? Yeah. No. So, uh, like, I'm thinking, you know, this is his most just simple movie in terms of um, filmmaking because filmmaking is hard. But in terms of story, yeah, right, uh, like and I what do, and what he's putting out to the the masses. I mean, out there. I do wonder why it had to be the seventy millimeters. As someone who didn't watch it in that way, like I'm like, uh, it didn't have to, be. did it have to be like the, you know, did <laughs> it didn't have to be? Yeah, like, um, yeah, and, yeah, no, like, I mean, um, bomb was cool. I would, I would have seen it locally. I you mean, know, the bomb was cool, and like when the when the sound kicked in, it it, it made me jump because <sighs> I totally forgot. Like I was like, I thought, like I thought he just edited, like it was just gonna be that because you know artistic shit because right Nolan. yeah i was like yeah, oh, I was like, oh Nolan, right? i'm like okay he's not gonna put the explosion because it doesn't matter right but then the boom hits and i was like oh <laughs> it, it did make me yeah, jump but, yeah but, but that makes sense too you know when a bomb like that explodes 
the first thing you'll see is the actual yeah. light, you know? Yeah, just to wrap up the conversation on my end, Tex, um, I thought it was a very well-done movie for just the massive s- scale of the script. You know, it was a hefty script, and it filled up all three hours with just all dialogue. And, you know, I was all there for it, man. That's why I, I got to say pay for it because it was just a very captivating um, but as Tex mentioned before, if you are going to see one of these two movies first, I yeah. really recommend seeing Barbie. Oh, um, wait. In, in, if you are, if you are going to pay for one of these yeah, two, if, if you're going to watch one, watch Barbie. If you're going to watch both, yes, agreed. if you're going to watch both, I say do it the way I did. Eat your vegetables first, do Oppenheimer and, and yeah, then do Barbie. Yeah, Cause you yeah, don't want to Oppenheimer is the workout, the vegetable, the brushing of teeth, the digesting of the yeah, food, the yeah. reading of the newspaper. And then, and then you get your dessert and Barbie. Yeah, Barbie like <laughs> have fun. Like let yourself have fun after that. Because like, that's what it's like. I don't know how you felt doing the double feature of Barbie, then Oppenheimer, but like, I, Dude, I was yeah um, i bet you were drained <laughs> i was dreading the three-hour movie but like i said like i was captivated throughout the whole thing that's why to me it was such a pay for it i'm like oh my god i wasn't bored i didn't pass out and I, I was like i told my wife i'm like hey you're responsible to wake me up. just make sure i'm there for the bomb all right <laughs> oh man yeah. yeah, so that was Oppenheimer, folks. But yes, go see Barbie. Um, a definite pay for it. Great movie through and through. Like we mentioned, we have our little gripes in it, but it was nothing really to bring it down at all. Oppenheimer, again, that's it's different. It's all words. It's three hours of all yeah. words. And as Tex mentioned, that you can wait for this one. Um, I think it'll be on you yeah. know in um, streamings in the next forty five days. Digital. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That being said, folks, this was episode 159 of the Morgan Official Corpse Feed Podcast. I'm Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me, always, is Mr. Nick Valdez. Big shout out to you guys for listening. Big shout out to Del Virus for the artwork. That guy is the man. Go check him out on Instagram and all his social feeds, please. Again, as I said, thank you so much, folks, for listening. We have 158 episodes of this thing in the archives. Go check them out. SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, um, Amazon Podcast, anywhere you get all your streaming stuff, we will be there. And, folks, don't forget now we have a new day. You can catch this show dropping on Mondays at 420. You can also catch the YouTube dropping at 6 p.m. on Mondays. And uh, we will be with you guys right after the weekend just to talk about these movies, you know. So I hope you guys are excited about that. Uh, We also have the Crypt for you guys and Scary World as well in the archives. Um, Go check those out. Once again, folks, remember, it's a scary world out there, but we are here to walk you through it.